What is going on, guys? Welcome to In The Zone. I'm your host, Garrison Roy. So first off, we just want to go ahead and start. What is In The Zone, right? So this could actually have multiple meanings. You have, you know, being in the zone in relation to just the skill of pitching and, you know, in-game trying to make sure you're in the strike zone. Uh, you also have uh, just the overall arching theme of zones of training, which we could dabble into in later episodes. But for this one in particular, I want to focus on the uh, the mental state or the flow state of being in the zone right being present and just blotting out everything else around you and just being totally focused on the task at hand whether it's pitching or hitting playing the field right and we'll interview guys uh, players coaches and even some people outside of the baseball world uh, that we can all learn from right so i want to kick off this first episode by just letting you remember a time when you were just bawling out, right? When you were in that flow state, when maybe you were playing either in a championship game or the stakes were really high, right? And everything was just going really smoothly, right? Didn't hear anything around you. Um, while you're kind of thinking about that, I'll share you my experience, or I've had a few actually, um, where it was just like completely locked in. There's somewhere, you know, there's there's probably a spectrum of being in the zone. And we all wish we could be completely in the zone every time. And um, a lot of the greats know how to do this, like from a drop of a hat, they can flip that switch on and off. Uh, but there was one instance in particular that I, whenever I was in high school, I was hitting actually. Um, and I was visualizing on deck, you know, making clean contact, things like that seeing it happen before it happened kind of thing. Right. And everything around me, I couldn't really hear the crowd like I could, but it was, it was more, you know, you, you turn the volume down on that almost, so to speak. And everything else was, was blurred out. And all I could really see was the ball coming out of the pitcher's hand. And then me just executing my swing. Didn't even really feel the swing. Right. If you, any of you guys have hit, you know, that awesome feeling when, as soon as that bat meets the ball and you don't really have that uh, feeling, it's just like smooth and free and easy, right? And that's what happened. And we had the bases loaded. Uh, I think it was one out and just absolutely missled to the right center gap, right? Ended up being a triple, got all those three runners in. And, you know, it was a high stakes game. We were playing against Russellville. Um, if any of you listeners are, are from there. Um, but yeah, that, that was one instance that I can always refer back to and be like, yeah, I was super locked in, in this game and I was, you know, you had that momentum and that's when your brain's in that most productive state, right? So to know when you're in that flow, you also need to know when you're not in that flow or what can spiral you out of that, right? Which would lead to kind of more frustration or irritation, whatever you want to call it, right? And I, I like to use the analogy of uh, a stoplight, right? So 
Uh, I actually got this from uh, Dr. Ken Revisa, RIP, uh, but he helped me understand in his book, Heads Up Baseball, you know, when to recognize when you're kind of getting into that yellow light where you're starting in the green, everything's good, everything's flowing, but when you start to spiral out to the yellow light where you're like, okay, yes, things aren't necessarily going your way. Maybe a guy behind you made an error or made a bad call, right? Things that you can't really control. And if you let that frustration get to you, then it'll start to continue to spiral out until you just either implode or explode, right? It's all happened to us and it's part of the game. But learning how to control your emotions and not spiral out, like I said, is what keeps you as close to that flow state as possible, right? And the biggest thing that I had to come to grips with was, you know, not worrying about the outcome itself, even though, yes, I did visualize some of the outcome of that happening, but just focusing on what I could control, controlling the controllables, uh, and knowing that those challenges can be overcome uh, when I did that. So don't you really wish that you could like repeat that feeling every outing or every situation that you come across, right? And it's, it's very um, almost addicting in a way where for, for me, like that state of mind really just, it, it's awesome. That, that's, that's what I think really kept me in love with the game is being in that state. And then now as I coach and work with other players, there's certain instances where as I'm working with the guy, I also feel that same type of, uh, you know, flow state, which is really cool. Right. So the greats, you know, you, you've seen the, uh, the videos and, you know, interviews of Kobe Bryant, right. That Mamba mentality. And there was one video in particular, I, I'm not sure if you listeners have seen it, but uh, where Kobe's like walking down a hallway, right? And he had his, has his headphones on and these guys are trying to prank like all the players walking in. And, you know, Kobe's got, got his beats on and he's walking through, not even phased by this, you know, mascot jumping up at him and them trying to scare him. Like, he's just like, nope, get out of my way. Like I'm in my zone. And that's what worked for him, right? And not saying that you guys necessarily need to do that to get in the flow state. Sometimes it's as simple as, you know, just, uh, just making a quick switch in your brain, shifting your focus, reverting to a time that you've already done it, right? If you've already done it before, it's really easy to pull back into that, I think, right? If you haven't done it before, then, you know, a lot of it will come with some more like meditation, visualization, things like that, that help just pull everything together for you and be, you know, in that present moment, especially in a world full of distractions, right? You got to learn how to be present, how to be where your feet are. Um, and sometimes this could be things like having a mental highlight reel of when you were just absolutely crushing it, right? Everything was on point. Um, you could even just go over past accomplishments. So like for me, like, oh yeah, I was in the zone whenever I threw a combined no hitter in high school or that triple that I talked about before, or I, even the earlier one in freshman year in high school, I was playing on the, the varsity team and hit my first home run ever in a regional championship game. Like those things are things that you can always refer back to because, you know, there's, there's a lot of things and baseball itself can pull you down because it's just very, it's, it's a very, uh, I guess, negative and uh, can 
debilitate your mind sometimes, right? If you don't stay positive and focus on the things that you're good at. So, um, you know, put, put that in, in your mind, right? And then add some breathing to that, getting into that zone, right? But on the flip side, you're like, yeah, well, sometimes guys take that too far, being too much into the zone or too honed in, or they need to have everything super perfect. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that, that definitely happens. Um, so you gotta, you gotta learn how to be in that more arousal or flow state and not so much in the anxiety or worry, right? There's, there's definitely a range of where that can be. Right. So the, uh, the coaches out there that are listening, right. You got to help your players learn how to get into this. And the, the best thing I've come to find with that is finding a anchor, right? So if they have an anchor and what I mean by an anchor for me, that was like uh, picking a spot out on my glove. I would look at that, take a deep breath, right? And then I would be stepping onto the rubber and then I was locked in for that next pitch. Uh, another great example is Evan Longoria. Uh, if you guys have seen this video a while back, he would look at the left field foul pole, right? Kind of look at and take his gaze a little bit further away and then look back into his bat and then he would be locked in, right? And there might be something to that as far as like gaze, uh, you know, control by going from far to nearsighted. We won't get into the science on that, but having that specific thing, right? And David Ortiz is another one, right? Where he would spit into his gloves, give it a nice clap. Same thing, right? So it's, it's kind of almost around a routine, but it also keeps you mentally alert, right? There's a difference between just going through the motions and being uh, locked in as you're doing all this stuff to get that laser focused that you're looking for. Right. So, but yeah, if, for those of you that haven't experienced this, man, it's, it's, it's definitely a game changer. Um, you know, being just completely unaware of what's going on around you and you're so extremely into that moment. Right. And, you know, everything else doesn't really just register to your brain. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um, but just to wrap up here, a few things that we can talk about as far as like just a quick mental minute or practical application to this, right? If you're trying to just visualize this outside of adding skill, and this is where I would recommend to start, just do this in a, in a calm, uh, quiet area, or even if you need to throw on some headphones on a bus ride, if you're listening to this, right? Remove all your distractions, put your phone on either do not disturb or turn off some of the notifications if you're still having to listen to this while you're on your phone. Um, and then just take yourself through, you know, that mental reel that I talked about before. Go through those previous accomplishments and revert to some of your feelings, right? So like, what did you, what did you see? What did you, what did you hear? What did you feel, right? That's the biggest one that a lot of people go into, right? What did you touch? You could even go into smell or taste, right? Sometimes like the smell of fresh cut grass kind of brings things back to memories for some people, or maybe you were smelling, uh, you know, one of the boosters cooking hot dogs and hamburgers, like those, those things, the more, uh, I guess, 
senses or perceptual systems that you bring in will help you pull that situation back. Right. So from that, then you're like, okay, let's go through either a past experience or put it into a previous experience uh, or, or, or excuse me, a coming experience that, you know, like uh, either your next outing or game practice, what have you. Right. And just be more conscious of what you're doing. Don't just like spin this movie reel in your head where everything's happening really fast. Slow it down. Right. And I've, I've had the, that happened to me before where I just kind of wanted to zoom through this, but this one really needs a lot more attention to detail um, and go through all those senses, right? If you need to think about or have some type of sort of checklist to revert to all of those different types of senses to pull into, do it, right? And, you know, after a while, you may not necessarily need to do it as much. Um, and then as you're doing that, you can still even have that in your brain as you're doing your warmups, as you're doing, you know, your, your, your pregame ritual routine, whatever you want to call it. Right. But it's all about trying to carve out some time to focus on this, control your breathing, which is also a huge one that will probably come into a later podcast. Right. But start with that meditation piece and then it can progress to more of that visual visualization as you're like in the midst of doing a task. Right. You step out of the box, you visualize it or you're on deck, you step off of the rubber, visualize it and then boom. You're in, ready to do it, and stay in the zone, right? So I um, hope you guys enjoyed this. Looking forward to having a lot of other guests talk about how they got into the zone, um, what helps them get into the zone, or even for coaches and trainers alike, other people, what have they used to help others get into that zone, right? Um, so stay tuned for the next episodes and appreciate you tuning in and stay in the zone.